News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Simon Harris is the uh, the Higher Education Minister is pushing to fast track plans that would reduce university fees by five hundred quid in next month's budget. The uh, Times and the Irish Independent reporting that this morning. Is it the right mood for third level students? How realistic is this proposal given the funding shortage for third level institutes? Uh, guidance counsellor and Irish Times columnist Brian Mooney joins us now. Brian, what do you think? Good morning, Shane. Morning. What do you think? Well, look, you know, this is all part of the negotiations around the budget. Obviously, the budget is for 2023, but what Harris is quoted here as saying this morning is that that there is a government commitment that cost of living measures will be introduced for the current year. That's true. But the actual mechanics of how that would happen, from a college's perspective, I mean, the suggestion that colleges would delay the registration process or would somehow delink the payment of you know, the registration charge, which is normally associated with choosing modules and all that sort of stuff for students who are returning to college, would be very, very difficult from a college's perspective. In fact, administratively impossible, I would suspect. Um, And obviously, there is a choice that has to be made here. If you reduce the registration charge, you're benefiting that 50% of the student population that actually pay the registration charge because, you know, up to half the students in college don't pay it because they're receiving grants. So if you, choose, if you reduce the registration charge, obviously you're benefiting that cohort. If you obviously increase the grants and reduce the thresholds, you're benefiting that portion, about half of the student body, who actually get a grant based on family income. So there are choices to be made here, and obviously there is a hope that there will be some measures in there that will help families trying to get students back to college this year, which is effectively what the story is saying. Okay, so you're you're questioning, I suppose you're questioning the theory uh, involved in saying maybe it'd be better to make it easier uh, to expand grants and make it easier for people who are kind of on that threshold of being able to afford or not. Yeah. But you're also questioning the practice. Do you think it, do you think it's it'll, it'll be impossible to bring in in time for the for next month's uh, uh, co- people going into college? Well, basically you've got two cohorts here. You've got the cohort of people who are returning to college who will go through the normal registration process, you know, in the next couple of weeks. And to suggest to colleges now that, the, you know, and most of this stuff is already, you know, completely set up, you know, in terms of electronically and all that sort of thing, that somehow they would decouple the payment of the registration charge on the, on the premise that maybe there will be a reduction in the, in, in the budget, which will apply to those students returning this September, including the ones on the who never, never. get offers through the, you know, uh, you know, to me, it sounds a bit far fetched. But look, you know, it's, it's, you know, if there's a proposal there, and I'm sure the colleges, if they're told they're going to get X amount of additional funding from the HEA to compensate for any reduction that in the money they receive through registration charges, I'm sure they'll implement it. But I don't see that in the story as such this morning. Okay. I see, you know, that obviously there will be cost measures uh, for families across the board, energy, everything, but including students going to college, uh, those as yet will obviously not be announced on okay. the budget day. Uh, so bottom line, I and many other parents uh, listening uh, this morning will be paying, are due to pay three grand in student registration fees uh, yes. in, in next month. 
you think we'll still be paying three grand, not two and a half well, grand? Well, basically, the way that it works for many, for many families is you pay 50% in September and you pay the other 50% in February. You're right, so of you course. So you can pay yeah. it in two halves. Yeah. So effectively, what I'm saying is to, to hope that that 1500 might be reduced somewhat by colleges in the coming weeks on the hope and expectation that maybe in the budgets in September there may be a measure that will retrospectively apply to 2022, 2023, I think from a college's perspective is probably, you know, impossible to implement in the current situation. But then again, you know, if the minister announces a specific decision or that there will be specific funding to compensate colleges for any money they will lose, I'm sure they will do their best to implement it. Guidance Councillor, Irish Times columnist, Brian Mooney, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. Good morning, Mr. Patrick Kenny. Good morning, Aideen. What a wonderful weekend in prospect. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Yeah, we will, of course, be talking about uh, the weather and preparing for the heat wave. But other things on our minds, um, how the HSE could add two and a half years to your lifespan. Wow. Jess Kelly did an interview with somebody. Um, all will be revealed later on. It'll be featured in full in Tech Talk, but she's given us a preview and uh, an extra two and a half years sounds very I'd, exciting. I'd bite your hand off. And it's not that expensive in the context of over 20 billion being uh, spent on no. the health service every year. Anyway, um, are you a fan of Claudia Carroll? Rom, com kind of stuff? Not she really. She writes summer fiction yeah, and yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. a great one out. Uh, uh, some women who set up their own uh, dating app. Ah. And, uh, what could go wrong fun and japes ensue <laughs> yeah absolutely so we'll be talking to Claudia we've our Friday forum as well uh, on se- more serious matters uh, people injecting cocaine and heroin together oh, um, they've done an analysis yeah. of syringes and what they contain some of them contain the remnants of synthetics uh, the stuff that used to be available in head shops and uh, they were all closed down but there are people always willing to sell that kind of thing and uh, we will be talking about uh, what do you think of Davy going to Waterford? Uh, I'm I'm glad to see him back. Full stop. I think he adds to the the gaiety of nations. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Um, when Davy's there, he wears his heart on his sleeve. I love which that is, about him. Uh, something yeah. great. And then we've our usual um, music and sport. And uh, Gareth Mullins is cooking the best burger ever on a barbecue. Good advice. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Very yeah. timely. Has to be okay. cooked through. All right. Of yeah. course. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, good stuff. All that coming up with Pat Kenny in about 13 minutes or so. Uh, lots of you getting in touch about the interview we did with Tony Gallagher, the ex-Garda inspector who now works in security, who was basically talking about the nightmare that uh, business owners uh, have uh, in around Dublin city centre, just dealing with aggressive begging, with gangs of youths and so on. Uh, lots of people getting in touch. Pat says, I've worked in the North City Centre for over 20 25 years, never c- come across the level of antisocial issues in any other European city centre I've visited. It wouldn't be tolerated. No idea what a tourist, why a tourist would come near the place. More guards on the street will mean what? More arrests? So the people will have 90 previous convictions instead of 80? Judiciary are the problem. No consequence for antisocial behaviour, so says Wayne. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think having more guards there acts as a deterrent to people uh, and it won't, they won't engage in antisocial behaviour if, if, if there is a guard of presence there. Helen says we've lost our city to begging and drug taking on the lovely Samuel Beckett Bridge and the walkway and on the Liffey. It's just so depressing. Helen, it is 
impossible to disagree with that. I think we are losing uh, our city and it is really sad to see. And I think we need to take it back. It's our city and it shouldn't be hijacked uh, by by anyone. And look, a lot of these people are very distressed people in, in a lot of trouble. And it's not about hammering them, but it is about making the city uh, usable for everyone, for families. Uh, News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.